The following presentation is brought to you by the Mutual Network. Better living through audio. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. Good morning, one and all. I'm Jack Ward, here with David Ault presenting The Sonic Society, the world's weekly showcase of modern audio drama. Yes, good morning, everyone. This week, it's an oversized episode as we proudly present Halifax's own Lion's Den Theatre with their adapted seasonal stage play of good cheer and bad writing from Keith Morrison and B-Flick fans everywhere, Santa versus the Martians. And the battle begins right here on The Sonic Society. Lion's Den Audio Theatre is pleased to present our audio adaptation of the 1964 classic film Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Brought to you by the magic of cell phones, tables, and laptops. This production was recorded during a period of social isolation, restriction, and distancing, and was compiled for your enjoyment by Lion's Den Theatre. And now, from Moncton to Halifax, to Antikinish to Cape Breton, we are pleased to present Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. is Andy Henderson from KID-TV coming to you live from the North Pole. Boy, it's some cold up here. (laughs) From here at the North Pole, there's only one way to go, and that's south. You could say I'm on top of the world. (laughs) Oh, why all the bad jokes? Well, with my producers so far away, I figured I'd take a little latitude. (laughs) I I got one more... Oh, oh, no, I I lost it. Life is pretty rough way up here. It's 91 degrees below zero, and I don't know how Santa can stand it. So far, all I've seen people eat is frozen food. At least, that's how it is by the time we get it. There's the big guy now. It's only a few days until Christmas and Santa and his helpers are working hard to make sure that all the toys are ready for the boys and girls throughout the world. Hopefully, he can spare a few seconds for KID TV. Good day, Santa. Oh, <laughs> hello, Andy. You've caught me at a very busy time. Will you be ready for Christmas Eve? I haven't disappointed the boys and girls yet. Is it true that you'll be using a nuclear-powered rocket sled this year? <laughs> no, sirree, Bob. We're going out the old-fashioned way with my team of reindeer. Dasher, Dancer, Donder, Blitzen, Vixen, and Nixon. Oh, oh, Nixon? 
Oh dear, I always get those names mixed up. The kids know them, the kids know them. Andy, would you like to see the toys we're making for this year? Would I? Uh, would you? Yes, 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 I would. Follow me to my helpers. They're hard at work over here at their workbenches. Hello, sir. I'm Andy Henderson from KID-TV. Glad to meet you, Andy. I'm Harold McMillman. Yes, but everyone here at the North Pole calls him Winky. You call me Winky. Fascinating. Winky here is in charge of our space department. He's always working hard to come up with some neat toys for all the boys and girls who dream of being astronauts. So, what's this contraption? This is a new toy rocket, my own design, patent pending. It runs on real rocket fuel. The kids are sure to get a blast out of that. And uh, what is this strange creature? That's what old Winky here thinks a Martian might look like. <laughs> its appearance is inspired by the writings of H.G. Wells and Arthur C. Clarke. I'd sure hate to meet a creature like that in a darkened skid row alley when I'm innocently trying to score some H. You know, Santa, I often wonder if there are other people on other, other planets, like, say, Mars. Who knows, Andy? Who knows? And I wonder if they look exactly like this little fella. Who knows, Andy? Who knows? I sure hope that if there are any hideous beasts like this gruesome freak, that they have someone as wonderful as you to bring presents and capitalistic joy once a year to all their slimy children. Me too, Andy. Me too. One burning question for you. How on earth do you all stay warm up here? Omar, what is a doll? I don't know, Germar. What is tender loving care? He's a bald off a brass monkey, if you know what I mean. Bomar? Germar, I've told you not to watch Earth programs on the television. It's time to go to bed. I want to see more of this man called Santa. I want to see more of these things called toys. Go to sleep, kids. I'll help you with my hypno-ray. Thank you, Father. Yes, thank you, Father. Good night, children. I admire you both. Wait a minute. My children don't snore. Troppo! Troppo, wake up. <laughs> Stop it, Kimar! Stop it! And turn off the tickle ray! Troppo, you are the laziest man on Mars. Why are you sleeping during working hours? We pay you good Mars money to work, not to sleep. No, oh, your highness, I wasn't sleeping. Matter of fact, I haven't slept in days. I forgot how. I was just practicing so I'd get it right tonight. <laughs> Droppo, if you weren't so darned funny, I've had fired you years ago. But I suggest you practice doing your work. <laughs> oh, now that 
is funny. Where is my wife, Queen Momar? She's gone to the grocery store to get some food pills. Uh, she's worried your children haven't been eating well. Yes, I've noticed. I blame the Earth programs they've been watching. They spend all day consuming that blasted Earth propaganda. They're losing their sense of what it means to be a Martian. On Mars. Drop O. Aw, oh, sorry, Chief. Just practicing. <laughs> ah, wife. Welcome back from the grocery store. I bought some new food pills. I really hope the children will eat these. What did you get? Hamburger, carrots, mashed potatoes, unmashed potatoes, triple chocolate cake, and a bottle of water pills to wash them down. Hopefully they'll eat. I'm getting worried they have some sort of Martian flu. No, darling. I think it goes deeper than that. It's something to do with their inner psyche. They are behaving strangely. I mentioned this to some of the guys at the Martian Senate today. It seems this is happening to kids all over the planet. Throughout all of Mars? Yes, throughout all of Mars. Our home planet. Kimar, you are ruler of the planet. You must do something about it. I'm stumped, Momar. Completely stumped. Why don't you go to the Dark Forest and see Chochim the Ancient, wise and intelligent? She'll know what to do. That's a wonderful idea. I hadn't thought of Chochim. Excuse me, darling. Council Chiefs, this is King Kimar. Report. Rignor here. Voldar, report. Have you seen Voldar? Not since this morning, Kimar. Voldar, report. Voldar here. Gentlemen, we have a great problem. We are to convene at midnight in the dark forest at the chair of Chochim, the ancient, wise, and intelligent. Yes, Kimar. What is the problem, Kimar? There is no time to explain. I will see you in six hours. Rignor, you're late. So is our fearless leader. Perhaps I should be the one in charge, as I am the most prompt. Sorry? The traffic is quite bad. Traffic? What traffic did you encounter wading through the acid pools of Telemandor? I didn't come through the acid pools. It is the only way to reach this wretched place. Not anymore. I took the highway. My girlfriend drove me. Don't tell me you took the acid pools. <laughs> of course not. Why must we meet in this den of filth? It must be serious. I suspect we'll be meeting with Chochim the Ancient, Wise, and Intelligent. What does Kimar think we are? A kindergarten class? We can make our own decisions. Need we always come crawling to this doddering old fool? Don't call Chochim the Ancient old. Besides, we are in no position to dismiss the wisdom of the centuries. Bah! I can and I will. Ah, Kima. Sorry, traffic. You're late. And I was talking to Rignor's lady friend in the space parking lot. She seems well, Rignor. She is. Thank you. Fantastic. Gentlemen, let us seek the advice of our spiritual guide, Chochim. Chochim, are you here? Ancient one of Mars, we humbly call upon you in our hour of need. It is we, Kimar, Rignor, and Voldar of the Martian Council. Please hear our pleas. Please. Please.
It is I, Chochim the Ancient, Wise and Intelligent, who awakens me from my early evening slumber. It is I, Kimar. We seek your advice. Something is wrong with our children. They do not eat. They do not sleep. They spend their days watching mindless earth programs on the television. What time of year is it? Why, it's the middle of September. Yes, that would make it December on Earth. It is nearing the Christmas. Christmas? What is a the Christmas? It is the most special of occasions. A time of great joy and peace on the planet. All over the world, 32% of the population celebrate this glorious day. It is most cherished by the children, as it is the time they are visited by Santa Claus. Bah! What nonsense! What are we to do about the children on Mars? I suggest a firm regiment of spanking and neglect. We have no children on Mars. Oh, we have young Martians, but they have adult minds. We do not let them learn, grow, and explore. I've seen a calamity like this coming for centuries. How can we remedy this? We can't. It's too late. Unless... Unless? Unless we... Yes? Unless we do something. What should this something be? We need a Santa Claus on Mars. Preposterous. Santa Claus resides on Earth. I am old and the hour is late. I've given what counsel I can. The rest is up to you, Kimar. Thank you, Chochim. Good night. Well, that takes care of that. Didn't I tell you it was a foolish idea to seek advice from that old goofball? Gentlemen... Let's return to our homes and think on this. Come, Voldar. We'll take you home. I'd rather go through the acid pools. Fair enough. Kima, look beyond the rocks. Someone is spying. Yes, I see that. You there, beyond the rocks, show yourself. Oh, I'm sorry, boss. Droppo, you followed us. So sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so ashamed. I was curious. Oh, that's okay, Droppo. You are always a harbinger of smiles, my friend. I am? Oh, yes, Droppo. I don't know what I would do if I didn't have you to make me smile. You are an ever-flowing stream of humor. Without you, I'd be very, very morose. Kind of like the children are? Yes, exactly as the children are. Gentlemen, Earth has had Santa for long enough. It's time we brought him here to Mars. No, Kimar, I object. Our children are fine as they are. They are merely sad and unpleasant. I, too, have been unpleasant from time to time. We don't need Santa here. How will he fix our problems? By bringing toys to the children? They will begin laughing and playing and getting underfoot and urinating with excess joy. They will be nuisances. Let me ponder this with my logic, Ray. Yes, this makes sense. Santa will be brought to Mars. Rignor, prepare a ship for our journey. Which ship, Kimar? Well, the nicest one. I am king, after all. 
Of course. Gentlemen, very soon we will make our historic voyage to Earth. From here, Mars. This is Andy Henderson coming to you live from the red light district of Hamburg, Germany. We've heard a number of reports, and I wouldn't have believed it if I hadn't seen it with my own bloodshot eyes, but there appears to be an unidentified flying object flying in low orbit around our Earth. If I was to describe the object, I would say it is a metal craft shaped a great deal like a small plate. Now, I may be way off base here, but based on everything this reporter knows, I would think it is likely a Martian spaceship, but only time will tell if that is truly the case. This flying small plate has certainly captured the attention of everyone here. Yes? 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 Yes, this just in, viewers, the Air Force has confirmed that this object is of unknown origin and fighter jets are being scrambled in an attempt to shoot this object from our skies. If any of these invaders of the space variety survive the explosion and subsequent plummet, they will be questioned by local or federal authorities. Please stay tuned to KID-TV for further updates. Descending the low Earth orbit. Fire portside rockets. Portside rockets fired. Entering low orbit. Excellent. We appear to be hovering above a city of some kind. This is what Earthlings call a city. How primitive! Why, we could destroy this whole place with one blast from our Super Q Destructo Ray. We are not here to do any damage, Voldar. Our goal is to find Santa and bring him safely back to Mars. We'll never be able to see him from this distance. Man the telescopic viewing poles. What does this Santa look like, Kimar? He is a portly fellow who wears a red suit and has a long white beard. There are billions of people down there. It's like finding a space needle in a space haystack. How can we ever... Oh, wait, there he is. Yes, yes, I see him too. Standing on a street corner soliciting money from passerbys. No, he's in a large shopping center posing for photographs with the young and old alike. He's riding atop a large vehicle, waving to enthusiastic supporters. Why, there are hundreds of Santa Clauses. We are being tracked. The radar beams, they're breaching the ship shields. Jam their radar. I can't. Our radar jammer is offline. We'll bring it online. I knew this was a bad idea. I know what's caused the radar to malfunction. What is it? It's got a case of the Droppos. Oh! Come on, Droppo, get out of there. Oh, Droppo, what on Mars are you doing here? Oh, Keemar, I'm sorry. I went to the launch pad to say goodbye. Then I realized I ain't never been to Earth before. I thought I'd tag along. So I hid in the radar box and... Oh! What hijinks, Droppo. That was very wrong of you. Entertaining, but wrong. Go below until further orders. Oh, okay, Chief. But which way is below? Put your space mask on, you fool. Does safety mean nothing to you? Okay. Oopsie. I'm sorry, Voldar. Watch where you're going, you son of a... I thought you'd fix the radar, Rignor. I did. That alarm says we're being fired on. Hold steady, gentle spacemen. Brace for impact. 
Yes, this just in, viewers, the Air Force has confirmed that this object is of unknown origin and fighter jets are being scrambled in an attempt to shoot this object from our skies. If any of these invaders of the spaced variety survive the explosion and subsequent plummet, they will be questioned by local or federal authorities. Please stay tuned to KID-TV for further updates. Billy, what does a Martian look like? I don't know, Betty. I've never seen one. I don't believe in Martians. No? What would you do if a Martian walked up right behind you, you know, randomly one day? Nothing. Because they're not real. No? No. You don't think that someday, just like this one, we could be sitting in a grassy area, just like this one, and a Martian, or perhaps even a trio of Martians, would come up behind you and grab you? I don't. Me either, Betty. Me either. (laughs) (laughs) On a completely unrelated note, Betty, what would you like for Christmas? A doll or something. You know, Billy, I had completely forgotten that Christmas was coming. All that talk of Martians made me think Halloween is coming. (laughs) Do you find Martians scary? I do. Even if I saw one, I'd scream. That makes sense. I know what a scream is, Betty. No! Ah! I'm in no mood to roleplay, Betty. We come in peace. Ah! Halt. I said halt. We don't know what that means. Nice use of the halting ray, Rignor. Small children, don't be afraid. We are from Mars. We need your help and will not harm you. I don't believe you. Please trust us. My name is Kimar. This is my friend Rignor. This bitter fellow is called Voldar. What are your names and ages? We are Billy and Betty Foster. We are ten and eight, respectively. Very nice. You know, kids, we have green children on Mars. They are a lot like you two, except you are much less green. What are those things sticking out of your head? Those are our antennae. What a Stupid question from a stupid child wearing a stupid hat in this stupid grassy area on this stupid planet. Is this the fate you want for our children? Turning them into nincompoops like these two nincompoops? Why can't I move my feet? Ah, yes. Uh, Rignor shot you with a mere halting ray. The effects are temporary. Stand still and he'll shoot you with the unhalting ray. Ready? I... I guess. Rignor, fire. Billy, Betty, we've come here to find one of your Santa Clauses. But there's only one Santa Claus. But we've seen several in our scopes at malls and street corners. Those are his helpers. Usually retirees topping up their pensions. Or non-union actors looking for exposure. The real Santa lives at the North Pole. Is he likely to be there now? Definitely. Thank you for your help. You've been invaluable. Have a nice day. Kimar, what in the Mars hell are you doing? You cannot leave these two here. They'll inform the authorities, and our whole plan will be exposed. They must come with us. Very well. Come along, children. This is Andy Henderson for KID-TV. Two children have gone missing from the vicinity of the grassy area near Welch's Lake. If anyone has any information regarding the whereabouts of Billy and Betty Foster, they are asked to contact the local police immediately. The children are described as young and short.
cockpit. An actual alien cockpit. I've never been in an alien cockpit. What's that? It's a Martian. A sleeping Martian. Think I should wake him? No. We were told not to touch anything. But they didn't say we couldn't touch anybody. Semantics, Billy. Hey, Martian, wake up! What? Oh, 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 I was having the loveliest dream. It's beings that look different. Calm down, Droppo. It's okay, Mr. Martian. Oh, he's closing in. No, we're friendly. I'm Billy, and this is my sister Betty. You, you, you're not supposed to be in here. It's okay. Kimars said we could come in until he made some repairs. Are you sure? Sure am. Oh, um, okay. My name is Droppo. Nice to meet you, Droppo. What do all these buttons do? Those are, uh, um, buttons that make the spaceship work. And what about those ones? Um, those are the buttons that make the spaceship work. You're awfully smart, Droppo. Sure am. Let's return to the cockpit. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, oh Nelly, uh, you've got to hide. Uh, if they find you in here, we're in deep trouble. I told you, we have permission. No time to lose. Hide in here. It's the radar box. What are you doing near that radar box, Droppo? Taking another nap? No, I was just reminding myself to never take another nap in there. Ever... Ever, ever. You are a lying sack of... Hold on. Set a course for the North Pole. Yes, Kimar. Shields. Rignor. Online. Course. Set. Initialize. And we should arrive in five, four, three, two, one... There's a pair of Earth children on board. I'd like you to guard them until we return them to their home. Yes, sir! Rignor, I'd like you to land the ship. Voldar, I'd like you to characteristically disagree with my orders. This is a foolish plan, Kimar. What do you think will become of those children once we've returned to Mars? They'll immediately tell their parents that we've taken Santa to Mars. The Earthlings will merely fly their own rocket ships to Mars and bring him back. Then where are we? The only way this plan will work is if the children are not returned. We must take them to Mars and either execute or imprison them. I vote for both. Your sadistic logic is... sound, Voldar. I suppose we'll have to cross that Martian bridge when we come to it. In the meantime, our focus must be on the abduction of Santa. We have no idea what sort of reinforcements Santa may have. Should we activate... Porg? Torg? To capture a jolly old elf with a big round belly that shakes when he laughs like a bowl full of jelly? This mission is too important to leave anything to chance. Rignor, activate Torg. Use code 23. What is code 23? Did you hear that? 
You're going to kidnap Santa Claus and take us all back to Mars? Yes, that's unsettling. It is. And what's a Torg? I don't know. Do you want to live the rest of your life on Mars, Betty? No. Do you? No. What did you do that for? When we were hiding in the box, I read the manual for the shield system. It said that if I unplug that cord, the whole system goes down. Why would you want to do that? If the shield system is down, and anyone fires on us, and we try to leave Earth, we'll be blown to smithereens, and we won't have to go to Mars. Great idea, Billy. We must be swift and efficient. We do not know what sort of weapons this Santa Claus has. Rignor, you cover the back entrance. Voldor, you cover the front entrance. I will command Torg. Voldor's not here. Yes, I am. Oh! Voldar, I don't want any of your delaying tactics. For years, you have been consistently opposing me at every turn. I'm warning you right now to grow the hell up. Are you finished? I am. And you will be, too, if you're not careful. Careful? I am very careful. Careful like a fox. What is a fox? Wouldn't you like to know? Maybe I would, and maybe I wouldn't. I'll file that under not interested. I don't care how or where you file what, or what type of cabinet in which it is filed. You don't care? You will care. Will I? Yes, you will. Uldar, you should remember that people who walk on ice tend to slip. And if the ice is thin, they are likely to fall through and die. Maybe that's what they want. Maybe after years of disappointment, a once brave Martian warrior is little more than a shell awaiting a meaningless death. Death is what they seek. Perhaps I'm the guy to help them out. Or perhaps it's all a ruse. Perhaps that once brave paladin will pretend to slip on the frozen lake and pretend to fall in the water and pretend to die. And then, one day, secretly return and partake in sexual congress with his nemesis's wife. Perhaps. You dare bring my wife into this? I dare everything. I even dared return to that ship to check on the children. You stay away from those kids. That's quite easy, you gregarious green goon. They've escaped. Is this some sort of ridiculous joke? What about any of what we're doing is ridiculous? Ask that fool Droppo. They fled, likely en route to alerting Santa Claus. He's right, Kimar. I see their footprints. We must stop them. Follow the footprints. Great idea to hide behind this rock, Betty. We don't have much time before they find us. Come on, let's run and find Santa's workshop. I can't run anymore. I'm too cold. I wish I knew I was going to be taken to the North Pole by a group of invading Martians. I would have brought a hat. You should always bring a hat, Betty. I'll find you two meddlers. Hide behind the rock. Hiding behind the rock, are you? Not for long. A large Blanche Kodiak bear. He looks friendly. Oh, I'm wrong. Don't harm me. Devour the children. Stop following me. He ran away. Why? I don't know. Did you hear that loud growl? I did, but I'm not overly concerned. Ah, it's an albino bear. Run! Back behind the rock. It's not failed us yet. It's found us, Billy. Closing in. I'm so 
Activate Torg. Yes, Kima. Destroy that chalky-toned grizzly. Look, Betty, a bear and a robot are fighting. Wow. Look, I can see my breath. Wow. Well done, Torg. Torg has just vanquished a bleached panda. I'm afraid this mission is getting more dangerous every moment. Not so fast, Kimar. Prepare to meet your end. No, don't. Ah, the human beings are here. No matter. That will make things much more efficient. Torg, kill the children, kill Kimar, and make me a warm bowl of soup. I knew you would try something like this. That's why I had Rignor program him with Code 23. Code 23? Code 23? A special code that makes Torg obey my commands and my commands alone. Children, please, it is best for you to return to the ship. But you're going to take us back to Mars. Maybe. I don't know what will happen. But I do know that if you stay out here in the elements, you are going to die. Fine. Come on, Betty. Voldar? Come with me to Santa's workshop. We'll send Torg in. Torg? Nobody is to be harmed. Nobody is to be harmed? What happened to the great warriors of our planet? The bloodthirsty warmongers of a simpler day? Kimar, do you know how Mars got its name? I, I do. I will tell you anyway with the hopes that it might make you reconsider your actions. At one time, Mars had no official name. The ancients called it big red ball that we live on. The ancients sent a small crew to live in Rome and copy the residents with hope of getting close to the Pope who they planned to kidnap. When in Rome and doing what Romans did, the ancients learned that the residents called our planet Mars after their own god of war. Romans were as bloodthirsty a society as the earth had ever seen rather than adopt the name for their own land. They gave it to us because they believe they knew in their worm-ridden hearts that our society was more deserving. Our forebearers forgot about the Pope, sacked Carthage and Gaul, and returned home. But they didn't return to Big Red Ball that we live on. They returned to Mars. Mars! I already knew this. I didn't. Under your leadership, Kimar, we've lost sight of the name. You've become so obsessed with toys and joy and a fat little man with a beard of white who rides his sleigh on a snowy night. To your post. Torg, follow me. Good evening, Winky. Did you make lots of toys today? Sure did, Santa. Look at the blisters. That's a good little fella. Keep up the good work. I'll be over here, uh, checking my list. 
Yeah, that's it. Checking my list. Yeah. You can't come in here. This is restricted. I warned you. Ah, my ankle. I sprained it kicking his metal chest. You, you are the biggest toy I've ever seen. And very well made. This is Torg. He's not a toy. More toys? Giant green talking toys. We are not toys. We're Martians. Martians? Look, Winky, they're just like the toy you made. Yeah, can you help me up? Stay down, Winky. Come along, Santa. Where are you taking me? You are coming to Mars. We need you. Not this close to Christmas. Take that! Oh dear god, I'm spraying the other one! We have no plans to hurt you, Santa. Please, come along. What of Winky? He seems to have sprained his ankles. He'll require some ice. Fortunately for him, there is no shortage of ice. He'll just have to get it. Please, bring me some. Move it, old man! Okay, okay, I'm coming. Good luck, Winky. Even a small cube would be helpful. Oh god! Please! Please! Hey folks, it's Sandy Henderson here for KID-TV. Well folks, the holiday season is always a busy one for news, but this year sure is a doozy. Not only have we at KID-TV proven the existence of Santa Claus and Martians, but get this, we have just gotten word from a very shaken Mrs. Claus herself that Santa Claus was kidnapped by a group of Martians and one robot. Now, there are some skeptics out there who might doubt this story, but I assure you that Santa Claus was kidnapped by a group of Martians and that, sadly... This story is all too real, and there will be no toys for either the good or bad girls and boys this year. I spoke to Dr. Fritz von German today. Dr. von German is one of the International Space Agency's top scientists. He indicated that the Space Agency has implemented intensive attempts to train astronauts and develop equipment for a rescue mission to Mars. Estimations of how long this will take are varied. Optimistically, this could roll out before Christmas, however, more conservative reports say it will more than likely take between 60 and 400 years. So, it could be quite a while before we hear the sounds of hooves on the roof. Mrs. Claus is optimistic that her husband will return before too long. She did also indicate that the Martians did not harm him, and that, other than one elf who died this morning of an infection due to an untreated ankle injury, there were no casualties. We've made a clean getaway. Santa, Billy, Betty, make yourselves comfortable. Say, Martians, do you have jokes on Mars? Jokes? What is a joke? I'll tell you one. What's green, small, round and sweet, and you put it on a stick and eat it? I don't know, Santa. What's green, small, round and sweet, and you put it on a stick and eat it? A Martian mellow. Oh! That's what you are all becoming, Martian mellows. Rignor, we must go below and repair the damage to the shield systems. Voldar, take the helm. Santa, children, we will return shortly. Would you kids like a story? Sure. It was a dark and foggy Christmas. 
but I found my way to the chimney. I could see the smoke, so I started to crawl in. I was climbing and climbing down. The chimney had no end. It was the biggest chimney I had ever been in. Suddenly, I realized that it wasn't a chimney at all, but the smokestack of the Queen Mary. Oh, ho, 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 oh, isn't, isn't that funny, kids? But we feel bad. We told the Martians where to find you. It's our fault you're here. Oh, Balder Dash and a fiddle-dee-dee, Billy Boy. Everyone knows where Santa lives. Ahoy, prisoners. Open your mouths. Time for some din, din, din. <laughs> Yummy. Droppo. That's my name. Don't steal us. <laughs> Hello, Droppo. I'm Santa Claus. Wowzers. I ain't never met no celebrity. You might just be what these kids need. They're a little upset about their situation. They sure could use a good laugh. I might not be able to tickle their funny bones, but I'm sure their taste buds will be dancing once they've eaten my delicious dinner I've made. There's soup, roast beef, and chocolate ice cream. Yummy! It's... All pills. No food on Mars comes in pill form. That's okay, Droppo. We're not really hungry. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. I guess you won't mind if I eat your chocolate ice cream. Sure. I really don't care. Wowie! Oh, so yummy. See you later, kids. Mars must be a terrible place. Even chocolate ice cream isn't ice cream. It's just a pill. I guess on Mars, when you have a headache, you don't eat a pill. You eat a bowl of ice cream. Oh, 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 this is going to be a long trip. So which of you two destroyed the shield system? The, the what? One of you pulled the wires from that box over there. You endangered our mission. Could have gotten us all killed. They're ignorant children. I doubt they knew what they were doing. Shut up, you generous Norsemen. These brats must be punished. Betty, have you ever looked down the barrel of a vaporizing pistol? Doesn't that imply that I'm the one holding the pistol? Enough! It, it was me. I did it. I broke the thing with the thing. You weren't even on the ship. But I'm Santa. I'm magical. Piss off, Santa. I did it. I found the manual. Ah, uh, see? That wasn't so hard. You know, we Martians praise honesty far more than we punish misdeeds. I will now put away my pistol and offer you a tour of the ship. All is forgiven. I don't know. What? Are you nervous because of everything I've done up to this point? Kinda. I'm sorry, kids. I don't respond well to new people. It takes me a bit to get comfortable. I come off as being harsh, but I'm actually a nice guy. Truce? I don't know. No, Billy. Betty, I think you should consider forgiving Mr. Voldar. Just think about Santa. I keep lists of all the good boys and girls. Now even the best behaved boy is bad sometimes. Just imagine how much coal Santa would have to cart around if he didn't forgive the good ones when they slip up and make an innocent mistake. 
Betty, there's one little girl I know who replaced her grandmother's heart medicine with Tic Tacs and then sold the real pills to a junkie to get money for a My Little Sister doll. And Billy, my elves and I know of a little boy who gets a little too excited when he sees his neighbor lady doing Pilates on her patio. If Santa didn't forgive from time to time, he'd have to turn his elves into coal miners. So let's forgive, Voldar. I forgive you. Me too. Excellent. Now, how about that tour? Our first stop is the airlock. Who knows what an airlock is? I do. It's a room with two doors. One door leads to the outside of the ship, and one door leads to the inside of the ship. When you want something removed from the ship, you put that something in the room, close the inside door, and then open the outside door. The suction from space pulls that thing out of the ship. Well done, Betty. I'm Billy. Bill wants to be an astronaut and go deep into space when he grows up. It may happen sooner than that. Oh? Funny thing about airlocks, kids. I can talk all day about them until I'm blue in the face instead of green in the face. And it won't mean a thing. To fully understand the airlock, one must go inside. Shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Farewell, you interlopers. Voldar, <laughs> why were you operating the airlock? I had some garbage I needed to get rid of. Ah. Where are Santa and the children? My guess would be somewhere around Saturn. You grubby Martian rube. What are you going to do about Kimar? Punch me? No, not the ever-peaceful, uber-woke Kimar of Mars. Never want to even consider violence in even the most dire of- Ow! What happened? Voldar. It was Voldar. He put the kids and Santa in the airlock. They're dead, Rignor. They're dead. Shall I put Voldar in the brig? Lost. All is lost, Santa. Billy, Betty, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Why is everything okay, Mr. Kimar? Santa, Billy, Betty, oh, I thought I'd lost you. You almost did. You see, Voldar accidentally locked us in the airlock chamber and must have accidentally hit the button to open the outer door. He then may have accidentally showed us his middle finger as we were being sucked out into space as he accidentally laughed maniacally. But the door is sealed shut. How did you escape? We luckily escaped through the ventilation duct. The duct is so small. It's only the size of a small chimney. <laughs> You've returned. How went the mission? Very well, Momar. I'd like you to meet two young Earthings, Billy and Betty Foster. Welcome to our home. On Mars. And this is Santa Claus. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Please excuse my confusion. I'm not accustomed to entering people's homes through the door, but you have no chimney. Welcome, Santa Claus. We hope you'll make the children on Mars very happy. I'll try, my dear lady. 
I'll try. Momar, would you mind showing Billy and Betty Foster their quarters? Not at all. Come along. Here's the prisoner, Kimar. Boldar, it is with great regret I sentence you to death by Raygun. Yes, it is very much in your character to plead for your life like a cowardly little loser, but your guilt and punishment are not up for discussion. We shall tell your mother that you went out like a hero, not like the whiny little baby you're acting like now. Come, come, on your feet. Any last words? That was beautiful, man. Compose yourself, Regnor. Oftentimes, a period of detention will make one more poetic and introspective. It is rare, however, for one to gain three inches in height. No matter. Wait a minute. Height? Troppo! Yes. Degag him, Rignor. Oh, Chief, I tried to tell you. I tried, I really did. I thought I was a goner for sure. And you would have been if we hadn't noticed that it wasn't actually Voldar. It's a Christmas miracle. What happened, Troppo? I went to give Voldar his food, but, but he tricked me and tied me up and uh, put the hood over my head and gagged me. Then he made me listen to his live acoustic set of his favorite Martian folk songs, knocked me out and locked the cell. The indignities. Rignor, why didn't you listen to me? I told you I wasn't Voldar. That's exactly what a devious sort like Voldar would say. Go easy on Rignor. Okay, big guy. This changes everything. Voldar is loose and he has a set of keys to the palace. Rignor, I need you to keep a close guard on Santa and Billy and Betty. If you see Voldar mulling about, let me know immediately. Yes, sir. And thus concludes the tour. You have a beautiful palace, Lady Momar. Perhaps we should introduce our guests to Bomar and Gurmar. That sounds like a lovely idea. Yes, and the primary objective of our mission. They are working on their studies. We won't be a moment. Hey, look what I found in my pocket. It's a package of hot chocolate. Hot what? Hot chocolate. Chocolate what? It's a special treat we have on Earth. Great for cold winter mornings, though some psychos enjoy it all year round. It's really good. This is good. Really good. I like food when it isn't in pill form. Just add some water and you'll like it even more. Oh boy! Hardy, hardy, chocolatey. Hardy, hardy, chocolatey. Hardy, hardy, chocolatey. He's so hardy, funny. He truly is. Now, now, children. I have some people I'd like you to meet. Some guests from Earth. I was studying for the examination. And I was preparing a slideshow. Bomar and Girmar. These are our new acquaintances, Billy and Betty Foster. I am pleased to meet you. Why are you extending your right arm parallel to the floor, with your palm open to the side? I'm reaching out my hand. For you to shake. Hello. Hello, how old are you? I'm eight. How old are you? I'm eight, my brother's ten. My brother is ten. That's great. This is going so well. I know. Omar, Gurmar, there is one more person I'd like you to meet. Kids, say hello to Santa Claus. Hello, Bomar. 
Hello, Gurmar. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus, what's wrong with the kids? Nothing. They're fine. They're laughing. But they've never laughed before. They're laughing now. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am, taking refuge in the famed dark cave of Tharsis. Kimar has crossed me for the last time. I have resorted to hiding in this dark cave like a speckled Mars worm. Kimar will be destroyed. I must do something. Yes, I'll kidnap that fat little earthling in the red suit. No, I'm sure he is under guard. I couldn't get within 20 feet without being disintegrated must devise another plan. Yes, my spy. Shim, come in. Yeah? Shim, I'm in the cave, you might lose me. If you do, I'll summon you again. All good. You are the only Martian I can trust. Thanks. What can you tell me about the goings-on at Kimar's palace? Start with this Santa Claus Joker. Have they set up the automated workshop? Oh yeah, man. Is it operational? Yeah. I must act quickly, otherwise this whole planet will be overrun with toys. Yeah. Have they started production? Think so. Have you seen any new toys around the palace? For sure. Dolls? Yeah. BB guns? Uh-huh. Springs that go downstairs alone and in pairs? Yeah. Enough of this! Uh-huh. Even you are being affected by the moral decay from these toys. Whatever. Just saying. Soon all of us will be nothing but blithering idiots. Do you understand me, Shim? Shim? Shim! Damn! I can't get close enough to Santa to kill him, but perhaps I can discredit him. Make him a laughingstock throughout Mars. My plan will commence tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Later. Hey Santa, look! Thousands of letters from kids all over Mars. Boy, oh boy. What do they say? They don't say anything. I gotta read them. Oh. <laughs> okay, Droppo, read them. The first kid wants two dolls, three baseball bats, and one toy car. Let me type this into the machine. Two dolls, three baseball bats, and one toy car. Two dolls, three baseball bats, and one toy car. Box them up, Betty. Wow, look at this pretty doll, Billy. Can I keep it? Nah, Betty, that's for a little Martian. When can I get a new doll? When we get back to Earth, Betty. When are we going back to Earth, Billy? Probably never. I was just trying to be strong. Thank you, Billy. You're my rock. I'll bet you this is much quicker than the elves. Sure is, Billy. But you just can't beat the old ways. I sure miss the sound of saws and hammers and the smell of the blood, sweat, and tears of my little elf buddies. But I guess everything gets automated, even Santa. 
Good day, Santa. You've been working all day. You must be tired. I'm not tired, but my finger sure is. I've been pressing buttons all day. Santa, I really appreciate all the love and care you've put into the work. I've made you a gift. A, a Christmas gift? For Santa? It's about time someone threw some karma my way. Go ahead, Santa. Open it. Wow! Would you look at this? A new suit! Just like the one I wear. It's beautiful. A nice new red suit. Yes, Santa. Red. Like Mars. Thank you, Lady Momar. Can I try it on? Now, now, Droppo. This will never fit you. You'll have to fatten up a little bit first. Oh. That's enough work for me. I'm going to put my tired finger to bed. Okay, kids. It's bedtime. Can we watch some Earth programs? All right. But only for one half Mars hour. Yay! Thank you, Father. Billy, Betty, don't you want to watch the Earth programs? No, sir. We are not interested. I think Betty and I are just headed to bed. Good night. Those Earth children seem distraught. They are behaving the way our children used to behave. Perhaps I should consult Chochum, the ancient wise They're and... They're homesick. They miss their parents, their friends. They miss looking up in the sky and seeing only one moon. You've got to send those kids home. We'll see, Momar. Uh, let's see how big this suit really is. And maybe I'll put on this fake beard I found three years ago but have yet to have a practical use for. I'll make toys on this machinery didgeridoo, and uh, uh, let me see here. Um, uh, oh, Droppo, you fool, you forgot the list. Ah, so this is the impressive toy-making device. Impressive. It won't be so impressive after a kiss from my sledgehammer. <laughs> I'd love to see the toys I come out of the machine now. Santa's good name will be ruined. Hardy, hardy, chocolatey. Hardy, hardy, chocolatey. What a lucky break. Santa Claus is here. He is devoid of guards. Perhaps I can kill two birds with one moonstone. Aha! You, you, you're not supposed to be in here. Shim, come in. Yeah? Luck has shined down on us, Shim. Yeah? I have found Santa, knocked him out, and am bringing him back to the dark cave of Tharsis. Cool. Send my transport to the roof of the castle. Okay. Now, Santa, keep your mouth shut, or you'll get to play with my favorite toy, my disintegration ray. You'll love it so much that you'll fall to pieces. <laughs> it's not funny, but it'll break you up. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Droppo! Droppo! You fiery little scamp, where are you? Good morning, dear. Good morning. I can't find Droppo, and his bed wasn't slept in. What 
hilarity could he be up to now? Good morning, folks. Lady Momar, I was hoping to wear that lovely new suit today, but it doesn't seem to be where I left it. Did you happen to take it? No, Santa. Oh, dear. I'm sure it'll turn up. Hmm, that's two things we're missing. One suit and one droppo. Droppo's missing? That explains everything. I'll bet you he's busy playing Santa, and once we find Droppo, we'll find the suit. I must be off to the toy shop. Upon further thought, there is a third thing missing. What's that, my dear? Voldar. Voldar is still missing. I hope that mustachioed ne'er-do-well isn't mixed up in all of this. I hope not, or Droppo is likely dead in a ditch, and that new suit I made is likely stained in a ditch. Keep an eye out for any clues. You must take Santa and the children back to Earth. We'll see, Momar, we'll see. Droppo, Droppo, I don't see him anywhere. Do you think he might be hiding? I'm sure Kimar will find him. I guess we'd best get these toys made. All right, Betty. What's next on the list? One teddy bear and one doll. Coming right up. Santa, stop! This doll has a teddy bear's head. And the teddy bear has a doll's head. It's oddly disturbing. Yet compelling. I don't understand what's happening. Let's try again. What's next, Betty? A tennis racket and a baseball bat. A tennis racket and a baseball bat. Okay, this is just nuts. What happened? Look! It's a baseball racket and a tennis bat? This is too strange. Bomar. I think you had best call your father. Father, it's me, Bomar. Santa wanted me to tell you that the toy machine is broken. Perhaps Droppo has messed with it. I don't think so, Father. Droppo is nowhere to be found. This is very unsettling. Father, wait. Is this important, Germar? I found a mustache hair. A mustache hair? There's only one Martian with a mustache. Voldar, stay right there. I'll be right down. Just as I suspected. Sabotage. The wires have been tampered with. This is surely the work of Voldar. I'd say he has Droppo as well. Droppo was probably dressed like me, and Voldar snatched him. I'll have to gather my army. Bomar, Germar, go get Rignor. Yes, father. Santa needs to lie down. Hello, Kimar. Voldar. I have a lot to say to you, Kimar, but I'll forego the chatter and shoot you. You will not get... Ah! My arm! Ha-ha! And once my ray gun finishes charging, you'll get another helping of revenge. I bet you're wondering how I got into the palace. You probably have someone on the inside, most likely Shim, who opened the shield and used Santa as a shield so nobody would fire on you, then ziplined through the moon roof. Well, aren't you a smart one? I am, because I know one thing you don't know. Do you? Yeah. You know that guy in the red suit you have with you? Santa? Saint Nick? Santa Claus? 
Mr. Ho-Ho Man? That isn't Santa, it's Droppo. He is uncharacteristically green. No matter, it got me to where I need to be. Here are my demands. Destroy this toy-making machine, send Billy, Betty, and Santa back to Earth, and end all this ballyhoo immediately. No more Christmas on Mars. Never. Then I will keep shooting with my ray until you agree to my demands. It will be fully charged in another four minutes. Until then, I'm going to play a few cuts for my new album. I hope you like electronic folk. <laughs> What is this atrocity? It's an infant human baby. Surely Billy and Betty are too young to mate. Go away, child. I am not your mother. Fine, I'll pick you up, but you'll be returned to Earth with the rest of them. All right, Voldar. Drop it. You! That wasn't a baby, you doofus. It was a clockwork doll. If you had just taken a few seconds to get to know the humans, you'd have figured that out. Here, Kimar, take this ray gun. Now what, Voldar? It's two against one. Ah, Rignor. Tactical as ever. Using my ignorance of human biology against me. You're smart, but not smart enough. Shim, can you hear me? Yeah. Don't hang up. Yeah. What now, Kimar? Odds are even. It's two against two. Blast it. It's not too late for you, Rignor. Pledge your loyalty to me, and I may have a spot for you. No, Voldar. Not until I see how things play out. What is your problem, Voldar? We are a proud people. A people with a culture dating back several centuries. It is a rich and a full culture. We hit one small snag in our development, and your solution is to steal from another rich civilization? You choose to forsake our own evolution because some children are sad? We must look within our own society to find a solution to our problems. Have you ever read anything about Christmas? A bit. It is a tradition, an Earth tradition, based around a series of religious events that are not our own. The very name, Christmas, it means the Mass of the Christ. Do you know who the Christ is? I don't care, Voldar. The Christ, a babe born in a manger to a virgin on a snowy night in Israel, the Son of God. Beautiful story, Kimar. You should read it. Maybe it is just a story, maybe not, but that is where Christmas comes from. Christmas has come to mean different things to each and every earthling. Songs, stories, dinner at your granny's house, sleigh rides with your sweetie on a nippy December eve, yule logs, lights, trees, memories good and, sadly, Memories bad that live on forever. These thoughts and feelings, these emotions, these aesthetics surrounding Christmas are not ours to have. They are now. No, Kimar, they are not. For you have taken only the most shallow of Christmas traditions. You have sold out to the commercialism of the whole damn thing. Instead of the thoughts, the feelings, and the memories, you have focused on the greed. The materialism. Your Christmas does not include family drives around town to admire the Christmas lights or carolers, 
or even the sweet taste of your lover's wine-laced lips beneath the mistletoe. No, your Christmas is that of a toy that will cost a lot of money, bring quick and easy pleasure, but will be discarded in three days. Your Christmas is nothing more than a Martian whore. How dare you call my creased mass a Martian whore? I am not against having a celebration or a holiday. Hell, you can even give gifts, but let's make it mean something in our hearts. Now I have two words for you, Voldar. Code 23. Torg, how? Torg, destroy Voldar. Not so fast. I figured you'd be up to something. I know you too well. Torg's true nemesis, the large monotone koala. What's going on? I'll be brief. If you think Santa should stay on Mars, stand with me. If you think he should go home to Earth, go with Voldar. I want to go home, Betty. Me too. Balmar? Grimmar, where are you going? We don't want you to leave. Or Santa. Well, this is a fine kettle of Martian fish. Looks like the Fosters are on my side. Who would have thought when I tried to kill them in the airlock? Funny how things develop, even in a Martian Christmas tale. It looks like both sides of this war, like most wars, have decent people with valid points of view. But only one side can win. And history is written by the winners. And to the victor goes the spoils. What is happening here? Momar, quick, over here. Voldar is trying to send them back to Earth. Kimar, I can't. These children must go home. I am your husband and your king. This is not about disobeying my husband or my king. It is about doing what's right. I'm sorry, Kimar. <laughs> First the children join my cause, and now your own dear sweet wife, Kimar. Looks like I just might get to coronate the queen, if you know what I mean. No, Voldar, no! Gross! Kids, go easy on your mother. Try your best to take her alive. Are we just gonna stand around and chat, Kimar? Or are we gonna throw down? Well, Voldar. Well, Kimar. Rignor. Lady. Momar. Billy. Bomar. Daddy. Bitch. <laughs> Let's do it. Bring it on. Henderson here on the surface of Mars for KID-TV. How did I get here? Who knows and who cares? Behind me is quite the Donnybrook featuring Martians, humans, robots, and a large Arctic bear. What a scoop! Wait! Wait! Two Santas? No, Rignor. One of these Santas is Droppo. But who, who, who's the other Santa? The other is actual Santa. My friend Droppo and I have been talking, and we figure that you do need a Santa on Mars, but you don't need this Santa. There is a perfectly good jolly happy man right here on Mars. I guess I could do it. Droppo, why Droppo is your Santa Claus? I don't know. Can you handle the task? Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! Oh, Kimar, he's perfect. He really is. Yes, we'll have our own Santa, Droppo. 
We have one matter to resolve. Rignor, arrest Voldar. You haven't seen the last of me, Kimar. I have, because you're about to be executed. Well, let me exp- He's dead. Indeed. Treason. No getting around that one. What shall I do with Voldor's corpse? Mount his head on a wooden pike on the palace grounds. But Mr. Kimar, it's Christmas. True. Rignor, use pine. Will do. Happy holidays, everyone. Santa, Billy, Betty, get a good night's sleep because tomorrow morning you're heading back to Arth. Good night, children. You'll make a great Santa Claus, Strapo. I sure hope so, Chief. Now, as far as I see it, you are still my employee until Christmas. I have one more order for you, Droppo. Oh. Go and get some sleep. Sleep? Oh, I thank you, boss. Ho, ho, ho. And jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells. Good night, Droppo Klaus. Now to fix this machine. Kimar? Momar? Can you forgive me for betraying you? Yes. Yes, I can. I already have, Momar. You have? Yes. I know you were only looking out for the best interests of the Arth things, even if they were the worst interests of Mars. But that's what Christmas is all about. Is it? I'll be up to bed shortly. Good night, Kimar. Good night, Momar. Have you packed everything, Billy and Betty? Sure thing, Santa. We only have this one set of clothes. Good. I've got something for you, Billy. It's a baseball racket. Thanks, Boomer. And I have one for you, Betty. Thanks, Germar. It's that doll I liked. We sure are going to miss you. Think we'll meet again? I wouldn't hold my breath, but who knows. Goodbye, Billy. Goodbye, Betty. It sure was nice getting to meet you. You too, Lady Momar. Thank you, Santa, for bringing the Christmas spirit to Mars. Lady Momar, from the very bottom of my heart, I wish you and yours the very best of everything. Thank you, Santa. Why are you extending your right arm parallel to the floor, with the palm out to the side? It's my hand, for you to shake. <laughs> I really hate goodbyes. This isn't goodbye, Droppo. Well, it is. But think of all the joy you'll bring to children all around the planet. That couldn't happen if I stayed. You may not understand that right now, but tomorrow morning when all the children in the world wake up and find what you've left under their trees and in their stockings, you'll feel exactly how I've felt all this many years. Trees and stockings? What do they have to do with anything? Oh... <laughs> You'll find your own way, I suppose. Thank you, Santa. I better start packing my sleigh. <laughs> Goodbye, Santa. You'll make a great Santa Claus, Mr. Kimar, Lady Momar. Please, watch the rocket ship as it blasts off. I hope you don't mind, but I made a small modification. Well, kids, if we leave now, we'll be back in time for Christmas Eve. And, kids, if your parents are upset with you for being missing, just tell them exactly what happened, and they are sure to understand. Bye-bye! It's nice to meet you. Enjoy your and Christmas. all a good night. 
Look at this. Our family is together. You children are smiling. We've made new friends. Baldar is dead. This must be what Creased Mass is all about. Must be. There goes the ship, Kimar. What modification do you think Santa made? Sleigh bells? On a Martian spaceship? Go figure. What is that stuff falling from the sky? Is it volcanic ash? No, it's snow. It's snow. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians featured Dan Bray as Voldar, Christine Daniels as Andy Henderson, Colleen McIsaac as Chochim, John Mayo as Rignor, Daniel Morrison as Bomar, Ian Morrison as Dropo, Sarah Morrison as Girmar, Mark Penny as Santa Claus, Dan Roy as Winky, Lise Renault as Momar, Jesse Robb as Kimar, Sarah Gardner as Betty, Jen Tubbert as Billy, and Elizabeth Morrison as Tor. This production was adapted for the 1964 film of the same name by Keith Morrison and was presented by Lion's Den Audio Theatre. For more information or to keep up with Lion's Den's productions, subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also find us at Facebook forward slash Lion's Den Theatre or on Twitter at Lion's Den Theatre. Theatre is spelled with R-E because that's how it's spelled with style. I'm your announcer, Jack Ward, and from all of us at Lion's Den, stay healthy, stay happy, and stay safe. And have a great holiday season. Good night. And that's this week's show. Please check the show notes for links for both shows this week at sonicsociety.org. Please join us next week as David and I delve into our Christmas stockings to see what audio that Father Christmas has left us. I'm sure there's not just a Satsuma left at the bottom. But until then, I'm David Alt. (laughs) And I'm Jack Ward. Have a wonderful winter holiday, everyone. Bye-bye now. Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening.
This has been an Electric Vicuna production. There are a number of everyday precautions that we can all take that may help to slow down the spread of the coronavirus. The first is to make sure to clean your hands often. Now, washing your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds is the best, but if you don't have that, try to use a hand sanitizer that has at least 60% alcohol. And to the extent possible, avoid touching high-touch surfaces in public places. These are things like elevator buttons, door handles, handrails, or of course handshaking with people. Wash your hands after touching surfaces in public places. Avoid touching your face, your nose, and your eyes. And clean and disinfect your home to remove germs, practicing routine cleaning of frequently touched surfaces like tables, doorknobs, light switch handles will make a difference. Avoid crowds, especially in poorly ventilated spaces. All these small things that we can do may help to slow down the spread of the coronavirus. For more information, go to cdc.gov and be well, everyone. <laughs>